We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ready? Down! Put, 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 put! This is the Bear Report Podcast. With Zach Pearson, Zach Pearson, and Aaron Lemming, Aaron Lemming, providing extensive coverage of the Chicago Bears. Go Bears! Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Pearson and Aaron Lemming. What's up, Bears fans? Welcome to another edition of the Bear Report Podcast. The 2023 NFL Scouting Combine is officially underway. As the next step in the 2023 NFL Draft takes place in Indianapolis, I'm one of your hosts, Zach Pearson. We're recording this episode today on Tuesday after Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus talked here live in Indianapolis. I'm here to cover it all. I'm going to welcome in Aaron Lemming so we can kind of break that down. And Aaron, welcome into the show. And I guess first first thing is, how are you doing, man? It's been a couple of weeks since we've talked. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Got a uh, got a vacation in. Got to go back home and you know see some friends and family I haven't seen in about three years. So yeah, it's uh, good to be back and in the routine. But it's also really nice that uh, I was kind of able to bypass about a week's worth of speculation and you know banging my head against the wall waiting for free agency to start. It's just it's it's crazy to think that. I mean, really, the combine kind of in some ways kind of kicks off the NFL off season, right? Because it's like you get all the chatter going on. A lot of groundwork gets laid with free agency and, you know, in the bears case, uh, you know, possible trades and possible draft trades and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of good, there's just a lot of good, uh, you know, a lot of good things that are about to go on uh, for the bears. Yeah. And you know, you're right. This really kind of kicks things off and we already saw right away Monday morning, Adam Schefter with a report that, you know, the bears are leaning towards trading the number one overall pick if you've been following any of the Chicago media, you've been following us. Um, well, no, duh. I mean, that everyone knew that from the start. I guess, you know, there was a couple of reports out that um, the Bears were considering trading Justin Fields. That's not going to happen. And Ryan Poles pretty much, you know, kind of stated that without officially saying it today uh, when he didn't meet the media here in Indianapolis. He said he's been in constant contact with Justin Fields about what's going on. But at the same time, you know, while the plan is for Fields to be the quarterback and the starter here in 2023, the Bears have to do their due diligence um, on these other quarterbacks. And that was going to be the case all along. They're going to meet with the quarterbacks in the NFL Combine. They're going to watch these quarterbacks throw on Saturday. They're going to go to the pro days as well 
as they should. That's Ryan Poles. That's Ian Cunningham. That's the scouts. That's the coaches. That's everyone doing their job. If they didn't do it, they wouldn't be doing their job. So I kind of like what I heard from Poles in that sense. To me, it's been like this all along. The Bears are continuing to preach their faith in Justin Fields. And, you know, Poles said, hey, he showed us some explosive plays. He showed us some wild plays. He showed us that he can be that guy. However, he needs to take that next step and, you know, get to that next step in his game. So I I, I do think, I believe him. I, I do think that the Bears are committed to Justin Fields. And I think eventually, um, I, I don't know if it'll happen before free agency, maybe right after, but I think the Bears are going to trade this number one pick and try to get what they can for it. Yeah, well, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's always interesting to me when, you know, it's like you see, like, I mean, I think the majority of us have known all along that Justin Fields isn't going anywhere. And I think part of that is because, you know, obviously he showed quite a bit, you know, at the end of, you know, I guess the middle of last year, um, you know, so on and so forth. But I think it's also one of those situations where, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think that the the quarterback class has something to do with it. And again, I'm a big Justin Fields fan. Like, I, you know, I think he's going to work out. I'm extremely optimistic about it all. But at the same time, like, I think that we may be having a different conversation if, if uh, you know, Drake May and, and Caleb Williams are coming out. Because I'll be honest, man. Like, I love Justin Fields. But I also think that Caleb Williams is going to be the next great thing as far as that quarterback. So, I mean, if if, if the Bears are sitting there at one right now and they're looking at Caleb Williams, I think it's much more of a conversation, right? Um, or even May for that matter. But the reality of it is, is that you have a good quarterback class, but one that has flaws to it, right? Where if Bryce Young is 6'3", 220, if he's built like Justin Fields, I mean, I think he's the unquestioned number one pick. Now, even with that being said, Size isn't my huge concern with Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young's going to be a good player, but I don't think he's somebody that I would, you know, pass over for, you know, Justin Fields. I mean, you're resetting the clock for, you know, a less sure thing. CJ Stroud, I just don't like the lack of mobility or the lack of him using his mobility. Um, Will Levis, I'll be honest, I don't get the hype. And then Anthony Richardson, I think, is way more of a project than what a lot of people are making him out to be. I mean, if you watch any games of his this last year, the accuracy is is scary at times, right? So I think, but then you look at, like I said, you look at next year, Caleb Williams, uh, Drake May, I think there's some there's some good guys, but I think in the context of what you're looking at this year, I think that the Bears owe it to Justin Fields to give him another year, because I think really what this comes down to is they, and we do, we talked about this all offseason. I know that we were met with a lot of criticism and a lot of people saying that we were negative and so on and so forth, but I mean, the reality of it is, is things played out exactly how we said they were going to play out. You know, basically, Justin Fields is going to have to rise above the lack of talent, the fact that he had the literally the worst situation of any quarterback in the league, not just young quarterback, but the worst situation of any quarterback in the league when you combine offensive line receivers, so on and so forth. So I think that the Bears owe it to him to give him another year, a fair, a fair shot, you know, and I think that Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen are two quarterbacks that you can look back at recent history um, that have taken solid steps in year two and massive steps in year three. And I think that that's basically what they're going to be banking around. So I think when you're looking at this number one pick, it makes all the sense in the world to trade out because again, 
if Justin Fields doesn't work out this year, you're probably going to be picking high again. And I think that ultimately the goal needs to be for the Bears. And I've said this for a while now. The Bears needed the goal needs to be for the Bears to land a 2024 first round pick. And it also needs to be they need to land a second round pick. They need to somehow recoup that second round pick that they traded away for Chase Claypool and have one of those, you know, top five, uh, you know, picks in the second round. I think if they can do that, whether that's with Indianapolis, which I kind of, which with Indianapolis, which I think is more likely or Houston, which I kind of doubt, I think that's something you do. But I think one, something that I thought was very interesting from Ryan Poles today was he was talking about the timeline of when a trade could happen. Now I went on record and I've been on record a few times as saying, I think the most likely scenario is probably the beginning to middle of April. I think when you look at the majority of draft day trades that have happened, you know, for, you know, picks one, two, and three, you're, you're kind of looking more in that range. It won't happen on draft night, but you're probably not looking at something happening usually before, you know, the end of March, uh, you know, beginning of April. But I thought what was interesting that Ryan Poles talked about today is he said that there are some advantageous spots where it could make sense for the bears to trade the number one overall pick before free agency starts and basically you know he was kind of asked like why that is and one of the things that he noted was you know the players coming back and said trade now now again you can speculate all you want you can look at houston you can look at indianapolis you can look at carolina uh you know indianapolis has some interesting names obviously you know with uh you know michael Pittman at receiver and then you got deforest buckner um at defensive tackle um, and then, you know, Carolina, Brian Burns, DJ Moore. I don't know that either one of those guys is going to be somebody that they'd want to trade. But again, when you start looking at, you know, players coming back, it definitely makes things more interesting. Um, so that I think that it, really, I mean, obviously free agency is about to happen and that's going to be fun. But I think all eyes are very quickly going to turn to what the Bears are going to do with that number one overall pick. And there is a lot of chatter about it already. Yeah, and that chatter is going to continue to pick up. And so far, you know, through the combines, since I've been here, you kind of hear things here and there. I mean, the talk of the number one pick trading, it's, it's kind of the same teams. You know, it's it's always Houston being brought up. It's Indianapolis being brought up. Um, those are kind of the two teams that, that I've been hearing the most about connecting with the Bears and, and getting that, you know, trade. And, and I think the Bears are in a good spot because you have two teams – who are in the NFC South, the same or AFC South, I'm sorry, the same division. They're separated by two picks. And Ryan Poles can kind of play this perfectly. You know, he can get on the line with Indianapolis and say, hey, you know, Houston's offering me this. And then get on the line with Houston saying, well, you know, Indianapolis, you know, Ballard's offering me this and, and, and he wants to go a little higher. Can you match it? Um, I do think more teams will get involved. Um, I do kind of like look at someone like Carolina, someone like Las Vegas. Um, maybe Tennessee, um, try to find a GM that might want to buy some time by coming up and getting one of these quarterbacks. Um, you know, obviously the bears are open for business and they're going to have a lot of teams calling. They have to put together the best package they can for number one. And ideally, you know, I'm with you. I think you obviously get the 2023 first rounder. You try to get, you know, maybe a second, third rounder this year. You try to get a 2024 first rounder, maybe another future pick. Um, I would actually also try to aim for a player. You know, I think someone like DeForest Buckner would probably be good in a deal for the Bears. Kind of fix your edge. Um, and, and then maybe you can go Jalen Carter. Maybe you could double up, go someone like Will Anderson. Um, you know, a guy I would love, I don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, let's say Las Vegas. Let, let's say they get, you know, hey, we have to take a gamble here. We have to move up. I would call about Max Crosby. I don't know if they'd move him. I think he's a piece you build around. 
Um, but the Bears are going to have their options. The Bears are going to control this whole thing. And, and you know, I, I'd warn people this. If we get into, you know, late March and the Bears haven't traded the pick yet, early April, don't panic just yet. Just relax a little bit. The Bears are going to control this whole thing. Teams are going to come up for a quarterback. Teams are going to want to move up for a quarterback. Um, and it's going to happen. If the Bears really want to move the pick, they'll move the pick. So, yeah, you know, it, it's, it is interesting um, because I'm with you on the whole next year's draft class. I think we're looking at someone like Caleb Williams. Um, I don't want to say it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Maybe have a Patrick Mahomes type ceiling um, from what we've seen so far from him in two seasons. With Drake May, it's been one season. I've seen the comps to someone like Justin Herbert, which is interesting to me. I think next year's class is going to be very, very good, um, You know, especially compared to this, to this year's. And, and this year's, I mean, when you hear the talk about these quarterbacks, it's been Bryce Young. It's been C.J. Stroud. As of late, you know, it's been Will Levis. And now, you know, you're coming into the combine, and it's Anthony Richardson's the hot name. I mean, he's the guy that can really change the entire draft um, for the good or the, or the worst for a lot of teams. So, yeah, you know, in terms of what Ryan Pohl said today, um, you know, I, I kind of found some things interesting. You know, Matty Rafus didn't give us much. It was kind of just typical coach speak. Um, we got a lot more from Ryan Poles. But him, you know, kind of describing um, the, the offensive line and how they felt about it. You know, Matty Rufus had a comment about it as well. He said he thought they played well. Um, he was happy with the coaching there. Um, you know, Ryan Poles mentioned a couple things. For me, I think they're going to try and upgrade this offensive line big time. And, and honestly, man, like, I don't think anyone's safe. Like, I think they feel comfortable with Braxton Jones. I feel like, I think they feel comfortable with Tevin Jenkins. But I don't feel like anyone right now is guaranteed a starting spot on this offensive line. And that's just kind of how I think the Bears are going to approach it. And I think the Bears have pretty much told us this from day one. You know, they want to build in the trenches and they want to be, you know, solidify that offensive line, solidify that defensive line. And, you know, we could see a lot more changes on the offensive line coming. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, well, I think that, I mean, really, you know, the focus has been on receiver and, and, and some of these other, you know, sexy positions, I guess you could say. But I think ultimately what it comes down to is that, you know, the Bears have to shore up the trenches. Like, we we, we watched the Super Bowl. We watched the playoffs. 
Like, look at look at both teams. I mean, you know, obviously the Eagles lost. The Eagles had one of one of the best offensive lines and one of, if not the best defensive line in all of football. Like the best way that the Bears can improve drastically quickly is to shore up both the offensive and defensive line. And I think when you look at the strengths of free agency versus the strengths of the draft, um, you know, like receivers a spot where I just don't think it makes a ton of sense for them to go out and spend big money on a slightly above average player, like an Alan Lazard, a Jacoby Meyer, uh, you know, stuff like that. Now, if Juju Smith-Schuster is available for eight to $10 million a year, that can make some sense. But I think for the most part, I, I don't know that that makes a ton of sense, but then you look at like the offensive line, for example, where you have multiple offensive tackles that could make sense. Even if Orlando Brown gets tagged, and I don't even think he's really an athletic fit for the Bears, what the Bears want to do anyway. You got Mike McGlinchey, Caleb McGarry, uh, Juwan Taylor. Like there, there are multiple different you know guys that you can go and target. I mean, you look at the interior offensive line. I mean, there are multiple names. Uh, you know, both basically both Connor McDermott's, uh, you've got Ethan Pochich, you got there's there are many, many names out there, Ben Powers, where those are the kind of spots where you say you got some money to spend, you need to do some things. I think that's kind of where you go. And I think the same is on the defensive line. Now, unfortunately, Deron Payne got tagged. I, I'll be honest, dude, what what is Washington doing? Like, yeah, they got dude, you... they got a lot of needs, man. They got a lot of needs and they there's like look at their their defensive line and look at what type of money that they're about to invest in that defensive line, especially yeah. with Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and then you're gonna have Montez Sweat's gonna need a new deal. Same thing with Chase Young. Like what you don't have a quarterback. What are you doing? Yeah, and and it's it's interesting um because it's you know, Ron Rivera committed to Sam Howell during Super Bowl week. And today I actually sat in the Rivera presser and he said he's pretty much at a 180. He's like um, Sam Howell's QB one, but he's not our starter. And he flat out said, we want to bring in a veteran quarterback to compete with him. And for me, that tells me they're going the route of, you know, a couple things here. They're going the route of Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett. Maybe they stick with Taylor Heineke to come in and compete with um, Sam Howell, or they're getting ready to come up and move up for a quarterback. If they really like one of these guys, the third option is we see what the heck Sam Howell has, whether it's, you know, he, he starts, you know, week four to, 18 he starts week six to 18 and if he's not it and he and he's not someone they can build around they're gonna wait till next year and go get a quarterback but i'm with you man it, it's that's how much was the what, what was the uh, number on the franchise tag was it 18 19 million or it was it was like 18.9 million so basically a lot 19 of money, million <laughs> yeah 19 million plus what they're paying jonathan allen i just dude it it blows my mind because it's like Ron Rivera. I and I love Ron Rivera. I think Ron Rivera is a really good head coach, but it seems like he's getting a little much, too much personnel decisions right now because it's it's weird because it was reported back in like December that Deron Payne was 100% going to reach free agency. They weren't going to tag him. And then all of a sudden Ron Rivera starts coming out and talking about him. And it's like, you know, everything just changed. So I, I don't know, man. Well, I, I guess we'll see. That was kind of a weird one, but either way, I mean, there, dude, there's plenty of names on the defensive line. Javon Hargrave, Draymond Jones, Zach Allen is one of my favorites. Puna Ford is a really good quality, um, uh, you know, nose tackle option that that makes a lot more sense in a four three versus a three four. Like, there are going to be a lot of different spots where I think free agency is going to make more sense for the Bears, including probably cornerback. Uh, I think you can put linebacker on that list. Like, there there are just there are a lot of different spots where 
free agency makes more sense than the draft. And I think that the bears are in a spot right now where they can basically, you know, they can buy anything they want. They can go out and they can, they can sign six or seven guys to multi-year deals. And we've talked about it before. They've got a certain cap floor or cash floor that they have to reach. And that cash floor actually went up since they cut uh, Muhammad uh, Al-Qadim Muhammad. So it's one of those situations where, and I don't, I don't know that they're done cutting it honestly wouldn't shock me one bit if they go out in the first few days of free agency and sign a you know offensive tackle and a, and a guard or an interior guy of some sort, it wouldn't shock me to see either Patrick or Cody Whitehair. More likely, Cody Whitehair to get cut. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. But I think really overall, at least to me, a lot of it was kind of expected in terms of what we heard today. Matty Flues doesn't really give a whole lot anyway. Uh, Ryan Poles, I thought you know was a little bit more revealing. I think I think what's been kind of bothering me is the fact that you have certain people within the national media that are very clearly trying to create some sort of narrative where it's like i mean yeah the bears haven't full-on said justin fields is our quarterback we're automatically going to either trade this pick or we're going to you know make the pick at one but we're not taking a quarterback it's like it's just you know it's like he hasn't outwardly come out and said that but it's very clear and he said it today like they've always leaned towards going out and trading, you know, trading out of that pick, you know, it's like, so, and it, it makes all the sense in the world. And it's like, yeah, of course they're going to do their due diligence. Like it would be absolute malpractice on the bears part. If they didn't at least go out and say, okay, we're going to really dive deep into this quarterback class. We really want to make sure that we're not making a mistake by staying with Justin Fields. If we feel that there's a guy out there who projects better in our opinion and also gets you an extra two years of control. Like, obviously, the Bears need to do that. But I think all along, again, I think a lot of this has to do with the quarterback class. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Fields showed enough last year considering the circumstances. But it seems like there are certain people who want to continue to bang the drum of, well, they're not being completely, you know, they're basically, they're not being completely committal to Justin Fields. So this means that they're going to make a trade. It's like, no, it doesn't. It, it What it means is, they don't want to give away all of their leverage and have a team like the Colts or Houston or whatever say, well, we know you're going to trade the pick anyway. We know that you really want to trade the pick, so we're not going to offer you as much. And I've been told by a few people who've been in NFL front offices before that that's not really how things work, and maybe that's the case. But at this point in time, why why would you – why would you put yourself in a disadvantage, you know, put yourself at a disadvantage in any way you can? It's like you might as well keep things coy. You might as well let things play out because ultimately, you know, like Ryan Pohl said today, they've been in constant communication with Justin Fields. Like they're, they have explained to him, you know, they've already basically broached the topic of, you know, this is going to be said, you know, these kind of narratives are going to fly around. This is why we're doing what we're doing, so on and so forth. So I think really what this comes down to is, everything's finally coming to a head free agency is you know upon us like for you know for as much as i honestly kind of want to see the bears just trade the pick and we can kind of move on with our lives i also feel like people tend to forget after the first really after the first like pretty much by you know because free agency really starts monday the 13th right Uh, you know the new league year starts uh you know the 15th or whatever on a Wednesday, but really by the time Friday and Saturday rolls around, the majority of the big name players are going to be signed. And then at that point, it's just kind of second wave guys that are doing visits and you'll be able to pick up some decently impactful players, but there's nothing really that crazy. And I think what people forget is it's like, there's still five plus weeks until the draft. So I think that from a, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say from a, uh, like an entertainment standpoint, it almost kind of, 
it almost would be kind of nice for free agency to happen and then the Bears to make a move at like the beginning of April because then that just opens up a whole new realm of possibilities. Then we know what the Bears are working with. We can kind of go from there. But either way, man, I'm just glad that this is finally about to kick off. I feel like in a lot of ways, like a lot of us have kind of been waiting since last March, since we saw the Bears make their first few free agent moves. I'm like, oh, this is how this is going to go. Like they're very clearly not trying to win this year and they're very clearly doing, you know, certain things. I feel like a lot of us have been waiting since last March for this offseason, and it's just nice that it's finally about to kick off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and everything, you know, will start to kick off soon here. I mean, it's going to start to pick up. Um, Obviously, teams and, you know, including the Bears, aren't really going to tip their hand. Um, Ryan Poles knows what he's doing. He's not going to sit here and give away his game plan um, one way or the other. And we'll start to hear more. Um, You know, one more thing I didn't want to talk about before we kind of wrap things up with Ryan Poles' press conference in this episode. Um, You know, he was actually asked about that three technique and, you know, it being a couple hours after it was announced that um, Payne was tagged, um, where does he go now? Like, what what are you looking for um, in a DL trait? And, you know, he went back and, and pretty much said he goes back to the hits principle. He wants guys that play violent. He wants length. He wants tenacity. Um, he said, we, got, we need guys that get after the quarterback and also play the run and be disruptive. In terms of how he's going to attack it, um, you know, w- without pain there, there's still some guys that you can go after. And he pointed back to his value board or his value chart and his board and pretty much said, you know, we're here to collect information in terms of the draft. We also have free agency as, as well. And I think that's another thing to kind of keep in mind is we all want to get excited about the draft and these prospects and rightfully so I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to talk to some of these guys and, and see what they can do um, when they, when they do meet um, or when they do hit the field for warmups, we still have free agency to go through, man. Like a lot can change. If the bear can go out, if the bears go out and get a three technique, if they can go out and get a couple of defensive linemen, maybe you're looking at them taking Will Anderson instead of Jalen Carter or, or the opposite. They could somehow land a, a defensive lineman on the edge Maybe they go after Jalen Carter. I think that's something to kind of keep in mind too. What do they do at wide receiver? Um, I think they need a slot guy. I think if they get an extra second round pick, that's where your target your slot. Uh, maybe a third or a day three pick. I, I don't know. But I think free agency is really going to dictate a lot of what the Bears want to do, no matter where they end up um, drafting come April. Yeah, I agree. I I think that you kind of have to use, especially with the amount of money that they have and the amount of money that they have to spend. I think you kind of have to use free agency as a setup for the draft. Um, I I think the one interesting one for me is going to be the interior defensive line, because frankly, you know, with a with a uh, with a four three and a three four, there's just some subtle differences. And frankly, like you don't need that 320, 330 pound nose tackle. You basically just need one of your defensive tackles to be able to defend the rush. And it's just different gap, you know, gap responsibilities. So, I mean, ultimately, 
there is, you know, multiple real scenarios where they could go out and sign a Zach Allen, a Draymond Jones, a Javon Hargrave, and then turn right back around and take, you know, uh, you know, Jalen Carter. Like there is, there is very real, um, you know, opportunities for that to happen. And I thought it was interesting that, you know, when, when polls was asked, he basically said that is either polls or even flutes. It's kind of all running together. It's been a really long day. Um, but one of the two was asked basically, you know, what was more valuable to him or, you know, what was more valuable to them. And he basically said like the interior defenders being able to get after the passer is a bigger value to them than the edge rushers getting after the passer because it changes how an offense has to protect and how they have to go about, you know, basically playing offense. And I think that that is definitely worth keeping in mind, especially again, when you're looking comparing free agency in the draft where, you know, Will Anderson and, and uh, you know, Tyree Wilson are going to be two names that are going to, you know, that are going to be talked about um, off the edge, you know, if the bears pick in the top five, but you know, you look at free agency right now, and there's not a lot of good names out there. I mean, Jadavion Clowney is somebody that really, I don't know, man, I, I, I'm i kind of over that. Yannick Ngakwe is another one who, okay, yeah, he can get after the pass, and he'll probably get you eight to ten sacks a year, but he's terrible as a run defender. Marcus Davenport is somebody that I think if he was healthy and had another big year, he would be somebody that would make a ton of sense and would probably get a massive deal, but he could be looking at a one-year deal too, so there's just not a whole lot of like elite edge rushers. Uh, there's not going to be a whole lot of break the bank edge rushers outside of maybe Davenport. And I think at that, you know, even that, I don't know that that makes a ton of sense. So, you know, how they approach that is going to be interesting because as we've seen with Matt Eberflew's defenses in the past, which I don't particularly agree with, but it seems to be a trend of his, he tends to go with the bigger edge rushers. So, you know, a guy like Will Anderson may not exactly fit what they want. I mean, if they're sitting there, let's just say they're sitting there at number four and Jalen Carter's off the board and they're looking at two edge rushers, uh, they could have a higher grade on Tyree Wilson because he's a bigger player and he's a more versatile player, you know? So it's just one of those things where I think that how they handle the defensive line, especially uh, the interior defensive line is going to be Interesting because I think that's going to kind of set up how they, you know, how they end up, uh, you know, handling the rest of the offseason, especially on the defensive side of the ball. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's going to be exciting. Before we kind of wrap it up here, though, I am going to share one big observation I saw today. One key thing to the combine that I saw today. Are you ready for this? This was my biggest observation. It's, it's uh, six o'clock anytime. So I, I've been around the combine now about 10 hours. And this is the one thing I noticed today. All right, let's hear it. The popular Starbucks inside the JW Marriott that everyone, all the um, GMs and scouts and coaches and even players go to was out of coffee by 930 today. So yeah, I don't know how that happens, man. How are you out of coffee? at 9.30 on the biggest day of the year, probably for your convention center, James W. Marriott Starbucks. That's my big takeaway. <laughs> Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's almost like barbecue in Texas, how yeah. <laughs> they always like, they like the popular barbecue places over here are usually sold out by about, 
you know, noon, one o'clock. Like it just doesn't it's make crazy. a whole lot of sense. Yeah. yeah it, it's, uh, I've been to the Starbucks. I've been going to six, seven years now and I've gone to it at like before, I think it closes at three or two and I've gone to it at like 12 and they've had no problem with drip coffee. But today, no, could not get any drip coffee. So I had to settle for a uh, refresher, but tomorrow, tomorrow I'll get coffee. And that was just, that was my biggest takeaway. Cause uh, like I said, today is the GMs and the coaches. We'll get more from the players starting tomorrow. Even then though, like just, be ready. I'm guilty of it. The Bears are going to meet with a lot of players. Does not mean they're going to draft them. Um, I do like to report that stuff and then tweet it out because I think it's fun. But, you know, it's going to be the on-field stuff. It's a, it's a long process. Everyone needs to remember, it's a very, very long process. This is just one of the steps. You know, we've had the Senior Bowl. We've had college games. It's got the Combine now. The Pro Day is coming up. They'll have top 30 meetings. And then they'll have the draft. So it's a long process. Buckle up, fans. It's an exciting offseason for the Bears. That's kind of all I have to say on that. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of like Ryan Pohl said today, it's this is just another way of gathering information. And, yep. you know, the Bears are going to have more resources and they're going to have more valuable resources to work with in the draft. But that just means that they're going to gather more information on the players that they're interested in. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – for as exciting as this is for fans, this is extremely exhausting for NFL front offices yes. around the league and especially the Bears, considering they basically control the entire offseason. So, yeah, enjoy it um, and appreciate the hard work being uh, put in <laughs> at the front office. And let's just hope that it uh, pans out for the Bears. Exactly. Um, Aaron, where can everyone follow you on Twitter at and where can everyone read your work at? Yep, you can find me uh, at Aaron Lemming NFL on Twitter and you can uh, read my work at thebearreport.com. Awesome. Uh, you can follow the Bear Report on Twitter at just Bear Report. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Zach, Z-A-C-K underscore Pearson. Um, as always, please rate, review, subscribe on all major podcasting platforms. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I'll be there most of the week this week um, for the Combine. And uh, we'll have some good stuff. Already got some stuff up on the message boards and websites. Um, probably back next week, maybe with an episode. Um, if not very soon after that, um, as the draft process and the off season and free agency continues on. Um, yes. Until next time, everyone, please stay safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.